Welcome to the City Life Lansing podcast. We hope this message empowers you to love life, love Jesus, love people, and dream more. You can connect with us at citylifelansing.com. You belong here. What a time to be alive. What a time to be here. You've maybe came here for, the, uh, for your first time ever, well, we, we're, we're elated that you're here. That means we're super excited. And why? Because it's love the city time for us. And that means that love should be felt. It's an action. And we're planting the flag in the ground. And it's a flag of love. And it's one that says, I'm going to go close the gap because there's this identity of God. He's compassionate. He's gracious. He's slow to anger, and he's abounding in steadfast love. That's the nature of how he is and who he is. And then as a king's kid, I am loved, and I am in my father's house always, and I'm defined by how he sees me and who he says I am. And so I'm a saint that's been transformed from being a sinner, and I've been made alive because I was dead. I'm brand new. And so I can walk in that freedom, and I hope you do too. And that's what the Forever Me campaign was about. If you, and now as we're in this Love the City, if, I, if, I, if you had to feel it, if it would shock you, I would say that this is, this is the tangible, uh, this is the essence to, of God. This is the mission, if you would feel that God is like, nope, nope, I love the world. I love people. I love people that are developing. I love all walks of life. I love different professions that I've gifted people, and I'm using it all a part of my story for my glory, and that is exactly what's happening. So Love the City is a DNA play of heaven, I believe. This isn't something that God's just given to city life, and and it's not just an our city thing, which is absolutely true, and I think that's good. My friend, they do love our city, and we do that too, our city. Like, God's given us influence over this region. We're in the 517, and if you traveled further from that, well, I'm welcome, but you're in the 517, and that's where, this is the region God has us in, right? And, and I love that they, they've named their campaign in Tampa, Love Our City, because that's the city they're in. But, and, and for us, there was something that important why we wanted to start this with the city, because it's, it, it, we really wanted to point to the future city that one day God's coming down in a city. So to love, we're like loving what God's going to do, and we're loving his development across all cities. So really, it was a, it was a cry to not tolerate people or just come and inhabit or even extort the city or just kind of ruin it for our own benefits or just take what we need and leave, but to really live amongst people. God's not just into development of buildings. He's truly into the development of people. And so that's what we're here for right here, right now. I went to Craig's Cruiser once. Everyone been there? Craig's Cruisers. They got the indoor bumper cars. They got all these things. What's up? We got, we got the balcony up there. Yeah, yeah, balconies. Scoot those seats in. Last week we made everybody scoot in and touch each other. One lady said it made her feel uncomfortable at first, and uh, and then they, they came to church with their kid. And the kid was being a little, you know, not the nicest. Wouldn't go in Kid City, but when they came together and they got and they they held hands the whole service, they said they felt the peace of God, and it was such a cool moment for them. And I thought it was a neat kind of testimony from last week. That was really cool. Well, I was in Craig's Cruisers, and we got our kids there. It's a few years ago, so the twins are a little little. And what that means is uh, they were, mom is having to nurse a couple in, in the game plan in there, and so she's rotating, and we're that couple. She's got, you know, the thing over because we're trying to be politically correct and not show up on an Insta meme or something. And so that's happening. And I'm taking the older kids. We're going to play video games. I got Jerome, Justice, and Giselle. And, and if you know anything about video game arcades now, it's a card. It's not tokens. And so you got to stay together, and we got the one card. Are you 
can get multiple cards, but you get more bang for your buck if you keep it on one card. So we're doing the one card thing. I'm saying, hey, keep real close. So I'm leading, thinking they're real close with me. And I look back, and justice isn't there. And I don't know how much time's elapsed. I, 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 and, 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 and then time starts to freeze. Any parent knows this feeling. One second feels like minutes. And it was in the course of about 90 seconds, i looking around, and I realize, it, it, you know, chances are he's in this area somewhere, but you also, it's hard not to think about could be the worst. Because there's a gap now. I don't know where he's at. And I'm trying to do everything to close that gap to find him now. And you can't yell and frantically panic because that's going to create more hysteria. But what you do is you remain poised, you look around, you grab the other two kids, you say, oh, we're going to find justice. And about the, the, the course of 90 seconds, I look and I see his face from a distance. And he's standing there and he's frightened as all get out. And he's just doing one of these and he's staring around. He's not in the place we were. So that means he's traveled in 90 seconds and plus whenever he left last. I'm not sure. My heart was so captivated to get to my son and say, look, buddy, dude, I'm sorry. I love you. As much as I wanted to give him, where'd you go? Didn't stay with me. But I just wanted to let him know, look, you're not alone. I love you. I got you. Can you imagine how God feels about his kids that are lost? Can you imagine? You know, a, a gap is this, there's, there's a distance or there's a break between two objects. And so here's what sin did. Sin jumped into the, the equation of life, and this is what it did. It has created a chasm, a gap, a gap between people and God. And this is, you look around. You don't have to question if there's evil. You don't have to teach your kids how to lie. They'll figure it out. It's innate. It just happens. So there's a gap. There's an issue. How do we solve it? And so God, because he made us, he knows the only solution would be himself. And this becomes the, the age-old argument of which God's real, what's that? And all I know is this. Jesus stands alone in the equation. None like him. Because he's the only one that came down and he said, I want to close the gap. Every other religion says, no, 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 no. Here's what you have to do to get right. Well, wait, so who's good enough? Who's not? You're better than Hitler, but you're sure not better than Mother Teresa. So where are we at in this equation, right? And this is why I love that Jesus, he says, no one can make themselves right, but they put their faith and trust in me. Then they're made brand new. And so this gap that we have is a broken divide between us and God, and it's one that he cares about deeply. In the straightest, uh, you know, they say the quickest way to point A and point B is a straight line. Now, if you know um, my, my friend, uh, Robert Dozier, he, you might know him as No Doze or Coach Doze or uh, uh, MSU athlete back in the day um, under Saban and Perlis, uh, player Doze or whatever. I, I just, I call him Doze and he calls me J-Rig. And he always says, we're in the car one day, this is before GPS and stuff. And he's like, hey, he's like, hey, Rig, where are we going? I said, well, we're getting on the highway. And uh, I told him which way I wanted to go. I like the scenic route a little bit. And he goes, man, Rig, you already know. I was like, because he goes into teacher mode, and I wasn't sure what he's going to say. And he goes, what's the quickest way to point A and point B? He's got a super deep voice, awesome killer beard. And uh, I said, the quickest way to point A, B. I don't know, straight line. He's like, that's right. So we take the straight line there. We don't take your way. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, oh, okay. I was like, okay, I get it, I get it, I get it. Because the quickest way to point A and point B is a straight line. So here's the petition I'm making today. Here would be the sermon title. Close the gap, the straight line of love. It doesn't matter what we do, but if we don't have love, the line's not straight. It doesn't matter if we come in and say, hey, God, God sees your sin, it's wicked, you're going to go to hell. It's like, uh, uh, where's the love there? 
It's not straight anymore. Yeah, 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 but, but what about end times? And, and, and we got to talk about which Bible translation. Okay, as long as we're not talking about what English translation, because it wasn't written in English. Oh, you didn't want to know that conversation. Oh, because sometimes we put our interests, our preferences above love. And so even in this whole campaign, I'm having to check myself. Do I love people? People annoy the snot out of me sometimes. And I know this snot out of them. But I got to say sorry a lot. I mean, I had this moment, a strange matter, a couple weeks ago on my day off, and me and the lady weren't getting along in the checkout line, and, and, and I was feeling a little witty that day, and, 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 and I didn't get to repair the relationship because my pride was strong, her pride was strong. It was my day off. I wasn't feeling good on a Monday, and, and, uh, and then she left the place. I didn't say sorry, and I, I was in the car later thinking about it. I saw like, Crystal. I said, I just wish I would have went up to her and just said, you know what? I, I just love you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know? Crystal was like, should we buy her food? I was like, no, no, she's mad at me. That would be an insult right now. You know what I mean? And you could feel it. It was like tense, man. And uh, yeah, she like stared me down the way out. And I love her and I'm so sorry I was rude. And she was rude for sure too. And uh, it was a rude, rude scenario. What's the only way you get out of that? Somebody's got to go love. You got to go, you got you to love and you got to go low. You got to close the gap. Hopefully we're compelled by how Paul writes to his church in Philippa. Philippi, and it's Philippians chapter 2. It says this, so if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind. This is a great coach. Now, what you have here is Apostle Paul. He's telling people, look, I want you to remember Jesus. If you want to be encouraged today, don't remember a person. Remember Jesus. Our greatest why Simon Sinek is Jesus. He writes a book. It's very popular, you know, like Know Your Why and Start With Why. And it's a huge conversation, huge debate. You know, you've got to have the why before the what. And organizations are grabbing the why. They're doing better at it. All types of institutions are having their why, why. Here's our why. But I'm going to tell you this. As followers of Jesus, there's no greater why than Jesus. And, and it gets scary when we start saying, but, but what? But, but, uh. No, no, let's look at Jesus. He's very compelling. And as we see, I think this is going to really rock us. And I pray right now it digs deep into our spirits. It says, complete my joy being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full of court uh, and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility, count others more significant than yourselves. Ouch. Think about people more than we think about ourselves. How? Let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interest of others. Having this mind among yourselves, which is yours in, notice his language, in Christ Jesus, who, this is our why, get this, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. So here is Jesus in this possession, position of heaven. He's up there dominating. He doesn't have to come down, but he's going to because this is the heartbeat of heaven. And he goes so low, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men and having being found in human form. I find this fascinating because God was not, because if, if, if someone let you down, um, sometimes our tendency is to make them earn the right or even earn back before we identify with them. If you notice here, God says, no, okay, I recognize 
my people are lost, I have to become one of them and I'm going to go so low to identify with the least of them. This is, this is, this is a water boy on a whole nother level. Okay, just the, for the new college football season here. This is water. This is Bobby Boucher of Bobby Boucher's, okay? Not everybody's seen that movie, I take it. It's a very good movie. In being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore, God has exalted him and bestowed him on the name that is above every name. This is the position we get when we're in with Jesus. God exalts us as we identify with Jesus. We all long to be exalted. We all long to be uh, the one person holding the championship trophy. We all long to have, you know, our name uh, in, in, the, in the grandstands of heaven. We, we long for that. It's in our heart. But this is, this is how it's found. And Jesus is the great victor. So that the name of Jesus, every knee should bow. Heaven on earth and under earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now, we, we talked last week that tact, mat, tact matters, so how we say something matters. So, for instance, we could say the end, you know, well, Jesus is in heaven, he's coming back, and every knee will bow, and I, I've said that, and that is absolutely true, you know, and every tongue will confess, so you might as well repent now, right? That's true, but when you kind of zoom back, re- rewind, wait, God emptied himself out for you, and he did that out of love. And so this is why this team, we all have the same mind, because we're trying to take the mind of Jesus, and he loves you. And as he died to the point on a cross, and he was obedient, and, and, and now since he's obedient, that's why we consider others higher than ourselves. So that's why we're here to love you. And it's so cool, because one day Jesus is coming back, and he's going to be the glorious one, victorious one, and we're all going to bow because he's that worthy. And this is unlike any other king or president or leader we've ever seen, because this this king actually is worthy of bowing. In fact, the ones that don't even know him and deny him, they're still going to bow because he's that powerful and he override. He will override that moment. It will happen. That changes the way it's pitched, right? I mean, it's a little different than, you know, repent, the kingdom. I mean, it's just different. I'm not saying that that way is, the, is bad, but it's for sure maybe not the best, okay? And this is kind of how we got to think here. God closed the gap for us. So I hope today we're most inspired by the fact that God closed the gap for me and you. Do you believe that you're that worthy of love that God would close the gap for you? Amen. I have on my identity statement the first line, sacred Jerome, I love you. Need I say more? And I need to see that every day. Why? Because there's this divine desire to know that I'm loved by my eternal father. That's what I was made for. And the fact that he loves me, I need to be reminded of that daily because the, uh, sometimes I try to make it this, this checklist experience, and it's not true. God closed the gap for us. So then, therefore, this is how we consider others higher than ourselves. And I know this is challenging because people are difficult to love. I'm going to show a video here, and I, I hope this video would, would expand our thought process. I have to put a disclaimer on it because, because honestly, we're babies, and since we're babies, sometimes we need, we need very simple information. And I heard one preacher say it best. He said, I can talk to teenagers in such a bold way, but the older people get, the more stubborn they are and the more babies they are. So you have to package everything in a very soft, fuzzy way. And what we think is, because we pay the bills, that we run things, but the truth is we're just more babies. Our pacifiers just look different. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, so in this video, okay, when you hear the word privilege, I don't know what you think, but... But hopefully you're just, 
invited into an awareness of how God would see people. And I think just being aware of the climate, whether that's racial, financial, um, ethnic, uh, just some of the challenges people face and, and the natural realities. And this may or may not be your story, but I, hopefully you can get the, the broader picture of what's going to be painted here. And so this is just a little beginning disclaimer that, that I, think, I think this will be very helpful and profitable for us here as a, as a team here today. And so check this out. Hey, line up. Line up. Everybody line up. We're about to race. Everybody line up. Shoulder to shoulder. Take off your backpacks. Basketball, line up. We're about to race. Hey, we are, we are racing for a $100 bill. The winner of this race will take this. It's a $100 bill. Before I say go, I'm going to make a couple statements. If those statements apply to you, I want you to take two steps forward. If those statements don't apply to you, I want you to stay right where you're at. Take two steps forward if both of your parents are still married. Take two steps forward if you grew up with a father figure in the home. Take two steps forward if you had access to a private education. Take two steps forward if you had access to a free tutor growing up. Take two steps forward if you've never had to worry about your cell phone being shut off. Take two steps forward if you've never had to help mom or dad with the bills. Take two steps forward if it wasn't because of your athletic ability, you don't have to pay for college. Take two steps forward if you never wondered where your next meal was going to come from. I want you guys up here in the front just to turn around and look. Every statement I've made has nothing to do with anything any of you have done. Has nothing to do with decisions you've made. Everything I've said has nothing to do with what you've done. We all know these people up here have a better opportunity to win this $100. Does that mean these people back here can't race? No. We would be foolish to not realize we've been given more opportunity. We don't want to recognize that we've been given a head start. But the reality is we have. Now, there's no excuse. They still got to run their race. You still got to run your race. But whoever wins this $100, I think it'd be extremely foolish of you not to utilize that and learn more about somebody else's story. Because the reality is, if this was a fair race and everybody was back on that line, I guarantee you some of these black dudes would smoke all of you. And it's only because you have this big of a head start that you're possibly gonna win this race called life. That is a picture of life, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing you've done has put you in the lead that you're in right now. When I say go, on your mark, get set, go. 
If you didn't learn anything from this activity, you're a fool. The, the other uh, John 3.16, that's so famous. Yeah, you can clap. Um, the other John 3.16 that's so famous is actually in 1 John chapter 3, and it says, By this we know love, that he laid down his life for us, that we ought to lay down our lives for the brothers. But if anyone has the world's goods and sees his brother in need, yet closes his heart against him, how does God's love abide in him? Little children, let us love in word, let us not love in word or talk, but in deed and truth. Talk is truly cheap. And so there's so many different angles to these conversations. And I thought it was very fascinating as I pulled this video from online. And I remember seeing it and, and being inspired by it. And I loved it because I want to learn more and I want to understand more. And I want to be a part of the solution, not the pollution. Somebody. The solution. And so I'm going to say a few things that I think can be super good for many of us. And um, what I found, though, was there was these videos. It was so, so funny. These, there was videos, anti-videos to this, right? And I was just like, why, one, why would you waste your time? Like, let's just say this video was the worst ever. Let's just say it was. You have time to hate on how this could get people closer, to think about good things, to, like, love different people from different backgrounds, right? That would be just, to me, that was so beyond me. So I'd rather be in the game, and, you know, and, 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 and be corrected there than in the stands just laughing at people in the game, if that, okay? So... So here we find ourselves, it's not just race, it's financial, it's, 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 it's cultural, it's, it, it, this happens from all tiers. And, and so I could say, well, I lived in the trailer park, right? And, and I did. And, and, and so I remember when people call people, you live in the trailer park, they call you white trash, that's what they do. And I could say, well, that, that, that now, that my pain's equal, but it's not necessarily not true because I just have advantages just because of how I exist. In fact, sometimes if I wear different things, people treat me differently. I walked one time into the doctors wearing a hoodie. They treat me differently if I'm wearing nice shoes and stuff. And I get it. It's just human nature. But it's not the nature of God. That's what I'm trying to hopefully get us rally together. And if we're here today and we, our houses, let's say we're the people that got to take the two steps all the time, okay? Then don't apologize for what God's given you. That's not a bad thing. If you had parents, you don't have to apologize if you have wealth. Or, no, 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 no. And in fact, in fact, if you have to justify or defend, there's probably something wrong. You need to learn more. In fact, you should be free. It's about a platform. So what, if a, what is a platform? A platform is just elevating somebody so you can see them and so you can hear them, if you, if you will. So if I'm different in the crowd than I'm different on stage, whack. Whack. Because hopefully... That when I was in the crowd, I was learning, growing, that God said, oh, I want to put him on a platform so that, that, that he can communicate my message so more people can see it. A lot of times we think, I want to be on the platform, but it starts where you're at. And I'm still in the crowd. I'm still learning. I'm listening to what people are saying. I'm listening to the worship songs. I'm writing stuff down. I'm learning. I'll think later. There'll be things God spoke that I'm like, oh, my goodness, I need that. There'll be times people come up to me and they say, I remember when you said this. I said, really, I don't. Right? Because I was like, give that to me. I was like, will you email me that? They're like, you wrote that. I was like, oh, I didn't know. Because I need it all the time. I need reprogramming. And so here's where I'm going with this. Is, is, is you don't have to apologize if, if you have a, a fluence of you, if you have a head start. But what you do need to do is understand the platform God's given you that how you can be a part of the healing process to close the gap. That's it. Close the gap. And say, you could say, well, my parents, you know, when people say things like, well, I'm not racist, my, I, I got a black friend. That does, that's not helpful. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't see color. It's like, I hope you do, because 
you know? And one, I don't even feel white. I've never really identified with that. What does that mean? Am I like, like a, like, what am I? Is that white, you know? Well, white's a color, so colored people. And so that's why I love some of the Leo collection stuff here. And, you know, it's, it's, it's about, it's for colored people only. And, it, and people can kind of get offensive to that. But it's actually for all races, because all races are colored people. Some are, you know, and I, I just love that dialogue. I love the way that we lean in with that. I love that we shouldn't drive by a suburb and get mad at them because they have more. And, and this conversation plays out, but, but it is different. There is resources allocated differently. There is systematic uh, structures in place that, that people benefit off of and those that don't. And as the church, we're for sure aware and we take action. You see that? We're like, we're super aware. We're, we're, we're like the wokest people ever. And we're so active. For real. And we don't, have any opposite, we don't have any opportunity to be innocent bystanders. It just cannot happen. You know, we have a friend of ours that's a teacher now in Okemos and, uh, and was in Lansing School District for quite some time and struggled with the transition, but it was for sure God blessing them. And they said, they, they brought back, they saw how people were complaining. And I thought, if you go to Okemos, amen, enjoy that education. You, you should. I graduated from Mason. That's fine. I went back there. I was like, I don't even know how I was here. You know what I mean? But it was awesome. And... Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, like literally the story from a farm to a city. That's just what I feel like God did in me. An anomaly, a white kid named Jerome. Like everyone looks at me and they're like, okay, where's the guy named Jerome? Zach and I used to hang out and, uh, and when he was here in Lansing and he's African-American and we would, I would pay the bill with my car. They'd always bring it back to him. And uh, <laughs> true story, true story. It happened so many times we would laugh. In fact, we started introducing ourselves as opposite. I'd say, hi, I'm Zach. You know, be like, hey. He'd be like, he'd be like, I'm Jerome. He'd be like, makes sense, you know. And uh, these stereotypes, they're, they're, they're barriers. They, they stop us from closing the gap. They really do. And, uh, and, and so this, they were complaining. It was funny. These teachers were complaining about the ratios. So they had two teachers for 15 students, and they said they needed more help. And the Lansing School teacher friend of ours was saying, um, well, that's fascinating because, like, we had 30 kids for one, one teacher, you know, and uh, you're complaining now. It was just so neat to think, okay, so how could we close the gap? Okemos shouldn't be mad, but how could maybe they help close the gap? Maybe they uh, bring students in. Or, because here's the truth. When we're all put in tough environments, we, 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 we all like to think, well, they didn't work hard for it. No. What they've proven is that when people are in dire situations, they make that bad decisions. It doesn't matter where you came from. And when they're given opportunity that they absolutely can develop and, and they, they might not ever get as far as somebody else because they're generations behind, if you will, but by God's grace, we can steward and be the best person we can. And we gotta let every person know that that's real. We gotta tell people the greatest message isn't selling drugs and, and, and coming out with just rap videos and dropping out of school. We gotta tell them that's not the best message. I remember hating rap because it was so tied to my previous life, sin and darkness and getting in trouble. Like, I remember going from a straight-A student, and then here I am, and, and Wu-Tang's raising me. Mob Deep is like, I'm like, no wonder I have anger issues. You know what I'm saying? And this is the things going on. And I remember I hated rap, but then I was giving the devil way too much credit. God created rap. The devil's been distorting it. I'm going to use rap now for God's glory. You guys, this is how this reworks. We got to go back to the original person. So this is, this is what God does. He closes the gap. This is what Love the City is all about. And so uh, there's times you don't close the gap. Okay, so just real quick, and we're going to close. Worship team, you come up front, because I really want this to be interactive. I want this to be an impartation. Is um, You don't close the gap if it's illegal, unless they're asking you to, to deny Jesus. Don't close the gap then. Um, don't close the gap if it's unbiblical. You don't have to close the gap. Don't close the gap if you've been abused and you're worried about like, the threat of your life. 
Maybe you close the gap just in your own heart and pray for them. So if you find yourself in some of these situations, and don't close the gap if you think you have to. Close the gap if you want to. And, I, and, and this is it. And, and so I really see myself as one piece in this puzzle. That's it. It's going to take us all. And I know some of us, we only get to show up one time a year and serve at Volunteer Week. And that's amen. Like that, please do not be discouraged. And other of us, you, you know, you're, 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 you have more time because you're single and stuff. Like, amen. Steward our platform to close the gap, the straight line of love. Four ways that we, I think we can do this in as good as first, just eat humble pie daily. Daily. If we don't remember our why, it's just a matter of time before God serves us humble pie. And so today, if you don't feel too humble, just humble yourself. It's really neat. God doesn't, he doesn't want to humble you, but he loves you that much. And a lot of times when God humbles us, it's humiliation. Like, oh yeah, you're right. I'm sorry, I'm in sin, you know. But, but when you humble ourselves, he has a way of then exalting us. And it's not about me. And number two would be, uh, we don't lead with our interests. We, we, we literally put the interests of other people up before us. I remember the best breakfast place I went to as a kid uh, at one point in my life was Big Boy. My dad's old school, we're going to Big Boy. You know, he still feels comfort there, it's Big Boy. And then we moved up and I started learning about Cracker Barrel. Right, and so I'm at Cracker Barrel, and everybody likes Cracker Barrel. Well, as I advanced over life, I realized, man, there is for sure a lot of food, and there's hot sauces, and I love it. And my wife's Mexican, and it couldn't get better. You know what I'm saying? Like this is good stuff. And so I'm loving trying food. I went to Ethiopian place and loving that. I mean, the bread looks like coral. I'm not totally down with that yet, but I'm getting there. You know, and and these are real things that are going on. And and and, and we came from a trip. We had 20 people. We were down in Birmingham, Alabama, and that place. I mean, Birmingham is like a slice of heaven. The the roads are just phenomenal. The grass is. I mean, there wasn't, there, it's, it's all of it's irrigated. I mean, this is amazing. Uh, I don't even think there's police down there with some of the places we were seeing. And it was so nice. And, and it was so cool. And I, I wasn't mad at them. I actually was rejoicing. Whoa, what, what's heaven going to be like? And it gave me more hope to get back to Lansing because God's building a kingdom of people. And one day we're going to get all these things. So that's cool. I don't need these things now. It's nice that he allowed me to have them. And if he allows more, praise God. But I'm going to keep moving on. And as we got back in town, here came the, 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 the big kind of moment here I want to highlight is where are we going to eat? 20 of us. We're in the Cracker Barrel parking lot because that's where we carpooled. And I'm sitting here having a fight with myself. I don't want to eat at Cracker Barrel. I don't, I'm a foodie now. I just, I, can I go to, you know, Golden Harvest? Can I go to Good Truck and Dine? I need to go somewhere else. And, and I started to think, and I'm wrestling with myself, and I knew the most strategic play. We're here. You eat at Cracker Barrel. I knew that. We're here. You eat at Cracker We're here. Suck up your pride, Jerome. Go look at the little kids' toys. It's fun. It's a cool place. It really is. It's a great place. But I'm kind of frustrated because to me, it represents almost a lid in my life of not learning, if you will. You feel me? Okay, so you're still tracking. And, then, um, and so I started to remember my friend Todd. And so Todd loves Cracker Barrel. And a month ago, I had, previous to this, I had taken Todd to Good Truck and Diner, and I realized he didn't really like his omelet. And I remember being uncomfortable the whole time thinking, oh, I love Todd. He loves Cracker Barrel. We should have went to Cracker Barrel, but Todd loves me. And so he went with me to this new place, and Todd's giving his meal back. I was like, oh, man, because he just wanted it simple. I mean, old school, right? I get it. We're going to Cracker Barrel. I should have went to Cracker Barrel. And I remember thinking, and I looked around everybody, and it happened in seconds. I said, hey, guys, I love Todd, and we're going to Cracker Barrel. And they're like, what? And I tell this story. And we walk into Cracker Barrel, 20 of us, and guess who's in there? Todd. And Todd's in there, 
It's a great time. And I said, bro, we were just talking about you. And uh, takes me for a drive in his new car and um, he pays for everyone's food. And it was just a great reminder. Don't ever, ever put your interests above the interest of Jesus to consider others higher than ourselves. May it not be about the God of the belly. And may we always remember that it's okay to eat a Cracker Barrel. Number three, turn up the volume on love. Turn it up. First Corinthians talks about this. Not, not just speaking with human eloquence, but, but, but that in, in angelic ecstasy, but, but don't have love. I'm nothing without love. It's like a creaky, rusty gate. We need love. We're bankrupt without love. And then number four, we are not closed. Our, you know, this, you ever went to a sign, a place, when it says closed? My Mondays is what the day I take off. And, and, and I realize there's a lot of businesses we like. It's the day they take off. And so it's closed. And it's a bad feeling. It's just closed. But we're not closed. We're close. How do you close the gap? You have to get close. Mother Teresa says the problem is that it's not that we don't care about the poor. It's the fact that we don't know the poor. And when you think you're going to go help the poor because you're going to change them, you actually miss the greatest blessing. It changes you. You become better. You become different. It changes you. So we, we're okay to get close. And, and lastly, if you're looking for the greatest illustrator of this, Jesus, women were marginalized. He closed the gap, was not afraid to be seen with them. Samaritans, family fights, they're kind of the outcasts, they're, they're the redheaded stepchild, if you will. He comes and he gets them close. He says, no, this is the one I'm, look, I want to be close to them. People that were affluent, he said, no, I can reuse you in the kingdom. Let's do this. Let's build things. Let's, let's go. Let's be on missions. Social outcasts, criminals. He's on the cross telling a, 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 a thief that's being uh, put to death for their life. He says, you today will be in paradise. He was okay. He came for the sick, not the healthy. The Pharisees who taught the word of God, who knew the Bible translation, he came really bold at them because he knew that was the only way he could close the gap with them. Because they wouldn't hear unless he just got, they got punked out by God himself. And so they did later convert, which is beautiful. The children of Israel, the Gentiles, this happened. Church denominations, we got to close the gap. People always say, what denomination are you? And I'm like, I get scared. I just say, just Jesus. Which one's that? I said, I don't know. I get scared. I'm scared because I, I don't know what you think about that. I'm scared. I'm scared. I am. So here's what I want to do. The point A to point B, I want a simple straight line. And the only way that's going to happen is if we, these barriers that we put, is if we just set a fire to them and we start to build bridges. And the quickest way we can do this line is we got to have love. And this is what this is all about. We're going to come. We're, we know we can't solve everything. One plants, one waters, but God makes it grow. We're coming. We're coming fast and we love you. And because we've been sent by God to tell people you're loved. And I hope this does something for your soul and your spirit to let you know that we're alive. We're not dead. We're alive. And we don't fear anyone that can harm our body because they can't harm our souls. So will you do this with me and be courageous and stand up? We're going to sing this chorus a few times and just set a fire. And as we sing it, maybe what are the roadblocks in your mind? Maybe one first between you and God and then two between you and people. What are they? Maybe you see that video and you're on the opposite side. You're at the end and you're frustrated. Maybe today's the day you burn the gap. Maybe you're at the front of that thing and you never even knew there's people behind you. Maybe today's the way you burn the gap, right? So let's set a fire and let the Lord do something so strong in us that we'll never be the same today. In the name of Jesus. 
Thanks for listening to the City Life Lansing podcast. Loving you and loving the city one life at a time. For more information, messages, and to partner financially, go to citylifelansing.com. You belong here.